Lil Nas X can come up with a follow-up and be taken as a, a serious artist. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that's how you're supposed to say it. I was really accentuating. I'm hung up on the Nas part because, oh, of course, Nas. yeah, yeah. But like yeah. Nas is yeah. a great, uh, like a master of hip hop. So to call yourself Lil Nas, I feel like. You know, can I be Lil Biggie or Lil Tupac or <laughs> L- Lil Jay Z? L- Lil Biggie. You there was just a Lil Jay Z. L- L- Lil Lily. At least Lil Bow Wow was related to Snoop Dogg. You <laughs> Wait, know? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's why he took the dog moniker. But it's like Ooh, Nas has nothing to do with or Nas. And the way you said it, by the way, just sounded like Lil No Sex. <laughs> yeah. So why would you call yo, yourself No yo, Sex? What's up? I'm a little No Sex. Little No Sex, Virgin for Life. Yo, what up? Yo, they call me Tiny Dick Dude. <laughs> yo, there was a little Dicky. Oh, I know. Little Dicky's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, again, but yeah, someone who already ripped off the name of one of the great masters of hip hop. Why wouldn't he rip off one of the clown princes of yo? What's up? Trap music, what, whatever. Little Dicky is. What's up? They call me Butt Eater. Yeah, I call him Lil Lil Wayne. But oh, butt eating no. is hot with millennials, though. By the way, so that would be a cool name in, in this case. Maybe I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, but little no sex is little, uh, little no sex. I'm I, I'm I have I have little to no sex. It's almost non-existent. <laughs> almost non-existent. Yeah. I have some. On I the, have some. The range of how much I have is it's little to no sex. Well, like little no sex. Uh, uh, before Lil Nas X was in this role, it was kind nah of, sex. Uh, <laughs> no, little nah, nah sex. Lil Nas. Is there sex. an exclamation point after? That? Is it nah Lil, comma sex exclamation Lil point? Nah sex. <laughs> it seems like an answer to it, something. It sounds like, like a uh, uh, what is it? Mad gab. Oh, yes, is that, is yes, that the game? It, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a Mad Gab name. Yeah, yeah. M- Mike, who, cheese, Harry. Have I been saying Nas all wrong? I always thought it was Nas. No, I, I think it's but, Na- but I think he's, it's Nas. He's Nas. Yeah, but Nas, I think, is Nas. Okay, so I haven't been saying that wrong my whole life. I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're white. <laughs> it, it's like uh, Juice World was kind of in that role before him. Uh, but Juice World has a, a, a really good song on uh, Spotify's Top 50 right now. Yeah. Um, it's combining more elements of like the emo rap, which we, we don't play oh, God. typically on our station. You mean wine and, I, bags? and I know you oh, hate it. God. I know you hate it. Yes. But I I kinda like the song. Why don't you cry least. about it, saddlebags? <laughs> I mean, I remember when hip hop used to be braggadocious and fun and now it's like <laughs> She left me and I'm rapping about it. Do you I want to hear like it? it. Can we play it from no, my phone no, and the mic? Because you know what's another stupid name if you're going to go into the rap game? Juice World. Yeah. That's where bit. I buy my smoothies. All right? <laughs> I, 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 I'm sick of like bad rap names. Got the sick LP coming from Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah. The Dairy Queen. And it's a guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's Yo- not gay. He <laughs> just called himself. Yeah, they call me Sabaro. <laughs> Sparrow. Exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a rapper who came out with the name Sparrow. Fudrucker in the house. Yo. There's just everyone on a track and all of their names are from the food court. Yeah, yeah. Red, 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 Robin. <laughs> red Robin. <laughs> uh, welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. It's a show about one thing, debating the awfulness of modern rap. And somehow it always devolves into food talk as well. Yeah. you know. Oh, and also that, that thing that we do uh, a couple of episodes in a row is talk about Seinfeld. Yes. Yes. For the first time. For the first Whatever. time. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the same every time. Get bent. Uh, <laughs> I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. I actually like modern rap. I don't know why I'm making oh, fun I, of it. I like some. Yeah. I, I, let me, I, I can't think of the last I, I shouldn't say I, I like really all liked. of it. I like some of it. Of yeah. course, yeah. There's still great stuff out there. Exactly. Um, but there, there's a lot of awfulness. Yes. There's a yes, lot of awful is. tracks, but there's a lot of good tracks. I, yeah. I don't know where we we're. We're going to be talking about the trip part two <laughs> this week, which aired August 19th, 1992. Before that, though. Yeah. Let, let's uh, get into our top of show stuff. Uh, we, we we had some homework last week. Yeah. Uh, you were showing me uh, some of uh, Bill Hader's impressions of Keith Morrison. Yes. Uh, the, um, the reporter that showed up at the end of the trip part one saying that Kramer was wanted for being the smog strangler yeah and oh my god bill Hader's impression uh, yeah is, is ridiculous yeah. and i feel like i don't think i've ever seen that bit of him doing keith morrison but i feel like i've done that bit of him just going oh ah, ah. Ah. was mean, that supposed to happen <laughs> what no of course not ah. <laughs> so so tell so tell me what did you or no was he so tell me what'd you do with the body <laughs> yeah. i uh hacked her up with the uh, machete ah. Ah. 
I feel like I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did it a couple times on the show. So even if you hadn't seen that one, we watched one with Steve Buscemi. There's been other ones where, you know, oh, I think Tracy okay. Morgan was in one. It's it's always one of my favorite skits uh, when, when Bill Hader was on. Uh, but I wanted to know, I was, I was so shocked to see Keith Morrison in an episode of television from 1992 because mm-hmm. he's on Dateline to this day. Oh like, God. you can see. Unbelievable. And, and so I was like, geez, well, what happened? So Keith Morrison is Canadian. He got a start on Canadian TV. Moved to L.A., in 1986, and he was a 5 o'clock and 11 o'clock news anchor for KNBC-TV, the flagship Ooh. station out there. Yeah. In 1988, he joined NBC News as West Coast correspondent for NBC Nightly News and The Today Show. He covered the Tiananmen Square protests in 89. He contributed to highly acclaimed hour-long documentaries and magazine segments to various NBC programs while continuing as KNBC's anchor. Here's the weird thing. This was probably one of the last things he did... In the U.S. because he went back to Canada in 92. So this was probably filmed, you know, it's August of 92. Uh, I don't know when he returned, went back to Canada, but um, he did this probably for KNBC, you know, as, as sort of the KNBC news anchor. So that was interesting. They had the L.A. news anchor doing it on Seinfeld. But then he went back to um, Canada to become co-anchor of the leading national morning news program, Canada AM, on CTV. <laughs> uh, but then he was back on NBC by 1995, and he never left our hearts or NBC. Yeah, it, he's done a lot. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's worked for NBC on and off since 1986. Since 1986. Yeah. You, you said 1986 is when he came back to NBC? No, 95 was when he came back 95. to NBC. 86 was his first gig with NBC. And this is interesting, too. I just found this out. This is... Well, I'll, I'll talk about this later. But I, I wanted to mention this is the second episode without Elaine. And I meant to talk about this at the beginning of the last episode. Julia Louis-Dreyfus was on maternity leave at this point. And do you remember... Uh, in season three, now it sticks out to me. I'm like, oh, how often Elaine was standing behind something or had a pillow on her. Um, in season three? In season three. At the end of season three, she has like a pillow on her lap in some cases. I don't remember that. Uh, I, now it's sticking out to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, because she was pregnant at the end of season three. Really? And so they had to like cover her up as as her belly started showing. And huh. then, oh and, my God. And this is the second episode in season four. Technically, you know, it was all filmed in at once, but she's not in either of these episodes, the first two. And I think she's only going to appear sporadically coming up because she was still on maternity leave. But I remember uh, one time okay. specifically, during the mumbling segment when she goes, yeah, I saw it. It was bullshit, but I saw it. Yeah. She's got a one of the couch cushions oh on her lap. Yeah, and yeah, like, you're that right. Looks weird. And then there was one time, I think she's like sharing chips with George, and the bag of chips, I think, is what is blocking, or it's right, <laughs> little rice cakes. I think the bag of rice cakes is what was she was using to sort of put her hands there and block her stomach. She's always sitting, and so it just didn't stick out to me until... It was pointed out to me at the beginning of this episode that she wasn't in it. I'm like, that's weird. She's on maternity leave at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, uh, we didn't have any other homework. No, that, that, was that was it. That was okay. it. I, I did have one uh, kind of bit of news. Um, I, I think it was Brett who reached out to us uh, on our season three finale uh, whenever we were talking about the keys. And he said that there were more two-parters yes. coming up. I looked it up, and because we saw that uh, the trip was the only one labeled on Hulu as a two-parter, yeah. But there are two episodes that are forty-six or forty-seven yes, minutes. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one being the pitch, the next episode yeah, one, after this. One being yeah. the pitch, uh, the next episode, and one being the pilot, the yeah. fi- the final episode of season four. Right, right. But I just looked it up, and the pitch aired as a single hour-long episode. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we need to do that as a single long I totally episode, agree. It's right? not split up. But I just found this. I was going to save this till the end. This is what I was almost going to mention. This is the only two-part episode of Seinfeld in which both parts had the same name but were aired on two separate dates instead of a one-hour special. So I, figured that, okay. I feel like that answers a very important question that we had about The Boyfriend, yeah. which was... When did this air? Did it air week to week or did it air in one? So it probably aired the same night. It aired the same night. The Boyfriend Part 1 and Part 2 aired as a one-hour special and then was split up later for syndication, presumably, or something like that. Yeah, I guess so. And we did it as, well, we did it as two separate ones, even though on Hulu it's a, it's a hour long one, right? It was, um, yeah, it was an hour long one. So yeah. I mean, going forward, we can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, yeah. I, I like but, keeping the episode count the same. That this is the fortieth episode or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and this is the fortieth, so that we don't fall behind on that. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, on like Wikipedia and on yeah. Google, the boyfriend was listed as two separate episodes. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia episode list for season four now, and the pitch is listed as one singular episode. The so pi- that aired as a one-hour special, exactly, just like... Exactly. The yeah. pilot, the season four finale, 
aired the same night as two separate episodes, episodes 23 and 24. Weird. Yeah. Mm. Which I, I'm actually looking. Let me find. Let me find the pitch again. Where was it at? The pitch is just episode three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So it, it's not episode three and four. It's not episode it's 42 just, and 43 or whatever. It's just three. All right. So we'll probably cover it as one next week is, is the idea probably. Yeah. And I, I'm looking now. Wikipedia has that there is 24 episodes if you count the pilot as 23 and 24. But Hulu only has the pilot as episode 22. So we might be missing something mm, somewhere. Yeah, I know you mentioned that they were sort of taking it stuff is, up and putting yeah. it down. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out um, in a, in the weeks to come. And I do know this will all come up again when there's there is a two part episode called The Wallet and The Watch that um, don't have the same name, obviously. So it's not The Wallet Part One and Part Two or whatever. Oh, this okay. will all come up later, and that's that. We'll we'll get a TBC at the end of The Wallet, I think, uh, and then The Watch will have aired later on. But this is the only two part episode that aired. Two separate dates instead wow, of as okay. a one-hour so special. The wallet and the watch is a two-parter because that's epi- technically that's yeah. episode four and five. So we have the trip, the pitch as an hour-long special, yeah. and then the wallet, the wallet and, and the watch. watch. There all are to a lot kick of off season yeah. four. So just like uh, this is ridiculous. Just like that guy said, there yeah. are a lot of. Well, we go from like storylines not continuing at all at the end of the yeah. episode to season four being like all continuous stories. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the, you can see growth. You know, yeah, everyone wanted sure. to just branch out, try something new, and so I think that's why a lot of people point to season four as like this is a great season. So I'm excited cool, to revisit cool. it. Yeah. Um, I, that's, that's all I've got. That's uh, it. Okay. Uh, if, uh, if you've never listened to us before, listen to the whole thing. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple podcasts. If you do reach out to us, we'll send you a no hugging, no learning sticker. You can reach out to us on Twitter at no hugging or send us an email. No hugging, no learning show at gmail.com. If we skip over something, if we egregiously miss something, email us, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll read it. We'll shout you out. Uh, that being said, we are not a research-heavy show. Uh, season 4, Episode 2, The Trip, Part 2. Original air date, August 19th, 1992. I was negative four months and one day old. And if you're looking in TV Guide the night of August 19th, you're going to see, while in Los Angeles, Jerry and George are picked up by the police, and Kramer is a suspect in a series of serial murders. Mm-hmm. And uh, it starts with, I'm glad they left in last week on Seinfeld, when you watched this you, on Hulu. You like that? Yeah. I just thought it was goofy. I, I didn't not like it, but I just hear, last week on Seinfeld. It was yeah. just Jerry whispering. You wouldn't think that, oh, maybe he was like doing, maybe he was trying to be funny or something like that. Do you think he was trying <laughs> to do it in an affected way? Because this has like an overly dramatic flair, like the cops and stuff like that. Do you think he was aiming for that? I didn't I pick know. up on it. So I don't, I don't know. I but just, you didn't like the, the refresher? I kind of liked t- seeing I mean, all I, the... I mean, I like the refresher. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it was goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it did have a lot of stuff in it that I'm like, that doesn't have anything to do. Talking to George Went and Corbin Burnson, why was that in there? They don't come back yeah. up. Or Jerry at the airport saying, <laughs> yeah, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I implore you. It had, yeah, there was a ton okay. of stuff that had nothing to do with nothing, so <laughs> I, I thought it was weird. And it's it's very long. It's over a minute long. It's, it's I think it's a minute and a half long. Yeah, I wonder if they just did this to fill time. It must have been, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get to the end of the episode, and I'm going to point out something, too, that yeah. was clearly done to fill time. Yeah. So They must have been like, okay, this is too two long. Part two is just short. This is too long for a half-hour episode, mm-hmm. too short for an hour-long episode. The same thing we ran into with The Boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. A there was a lot there. of filler in The Boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after last week on Seinfeld, The Refresher, we start with a stand-up bit as usual. Jerry's talking about the chalk outline guy. Of all the jobs that, uh, that the, there is to do with the police, the chalk outlines guy has got to be one of the least dangerous. The criminals are already <laughs> long gone. Uh, it was pretty funny. He was like, I, um, it, maybe they weren't good enough to be sketch artists. That was yeah. funny. You didn't you just trace around the body? Uh, <laughs> we're, and, we're just going to leave the body here. Yeah. Do you think you can trace around <laughs> yeah. it? I, I like Very this. Very condescending. Delivery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he was like, I'm not even sure how it helps him solve the murder. Like, oh, his arm was like this. So that means the killer is Jeff or whatever. Something like that. Uh, so pretty funny. Um, and then we open in a car and uh, Jerry and George, who uh, presumably are probably leaving The Tonight Show now, have just seen that Kramer is a suspect in the suspect. Yeah. The prime suspect in the smog stranglings, and they're wondering what to do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we, you know, what do we do in this situation? What do you do when one of your friends is accused of being a serial killer? Uh, do we go to the <laughs> cops? I guess we're just going to call the cops. Um, what else did they? What else did they say? They said something before calling the cops. Like who? Who do? Who do you call in this situation? Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I mean, they're going back and forth, wondering like, yeah, you don't think he did it? Did yeah, you? yeah. Maybe he did do it. I love but, that's a thread. Like, yeah. nah, <laughs> nah. And they, they, they take a bead, and they're both. Nah, no, nah, he can't. Nah. Well, 
Yeah. Uh, George, nah. meanwhile, is very hungry. Jerry told him to eat breakfast, yeah. but the three-hour time difference is screwing with George's mm-hmm. body. He, wa- he didn't want breakfast. He wanted lunch. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. and he said, uh, my stomach doesn't know that Kramer's wanted. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, which Jerry is said, really how do you good. eat at a time like this? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing that it is, it's not after they're leaving The Tonight Show. It's the next day. The next day? day? Interesting. Because so they must have stayed on. Yeah, he's done with The Tonight Show. You're yeah. right. And but they, why they are they ta- still? They take The Tonight Show at like 7 yeah, or yeah. so. And they were in L.A. for two nights. So Yeah. The, it, well, they probably they probably have to tape it earlier than that because it's L.A. I would say maybe it's a, you know an early afternoon, mm, yeah, like true. a 4 o'clock taping or something like that so true, that they can yeah. make it in time for 11. So I'm guessing the nights that they are in L.A. are the night after he's on the Tonight Show, or the night that he's on the Tonight Show, and the next night, because they're still in that hotel room the next day. Yes. Which we'll, which yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to. Um, so I'm guessing that Jerry just like picked up a couple. They, they were like, all right, well, let's go back to New York. We didn't find Kramer. Then they saw that thing, and they were like, all right, now we got to stay in L.A. an extra night and try to track down Kramer. But it's interesting. Uh, the only reason I said I, they must have just left the Tonight Show was they're still so frantic. Yeah. Why, why did they go home and go to bed if it was like 7? It was probably 7 by the time Jerry <laughs> was done and all changed. Like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Because, but- oh, actually, I take that back. Keith Morrison, we know, was the 5 p.m. anchor. So that was either the 5 p.m. Oh. newscast or the 11 p.m. newscast. I'm guessing 5. That's true. Because if they film it live to tape and start at 4, let's say. Yes. But so why'd they leave and go home and now they're still panicking about it? Why didn't they do anything about true, it? True, but why, why, would George, is, why would George be <laughs> upset that he missed breakfast, breakfast. At, five, at like 5 or 6 p.m.? Because he also <laughs> skipped lunch because he wasn't hungry for lunch. It, did he say that, though? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I took this. He was as, like, all they had was lunch. They wouldn't give me whatever he wanted for breakfast. I forget what he said. Um, we're, we're definitely at like 11 a.m. when they're in the car or something. Yeah. Because it's almost lunchtime. It's definitely well, the next day. This is George and Jerry's Chappaquiddick then, which I know we've already discussed <laughs> thanks to Seinfeld. Why did Jerry wait a full 12 hours to contact the police hashtag, after finding out? Hashtag this really hashtag happened. Hashtag this really happened. God. <laughs> this is Jerry and George's Chappaquiddick. We're, we're witnessing right so, now. Okay, what, what? But wait a minute. Did, why is George still adjusting to a three-hour time change? He should already be over that. <laughs> no, 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 It only no, takes no. you like a day. No, jet lag. I've been you to L.A. You don't get over jet lag in less than 24 hours. They've only been there for like 36 at this point. Like maybe, maybe not even That's that. more than 24 hours. Okay. Okay. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, is they've only been in LA for like thir- 36 hours. It's before noon. Yeah. The day after they're on the Tonight Show. Wait a I'm thinking they get into LA. Okay. Here's my timeline as it exists in my head. This is going to be a long ass episode. Let, let me stop you before you get into it. Okay. Because something that comes up may <laughs> may negate the whole thing. Why does Jerry bet that Lupe is going to tuck in George's sheets? She surely has already cleaned the room once if they've been there and slept, et cetera, et cetera. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. This uh. I think is right after the Tonight Show. But like Because they'd be still be so pay- so we skipped breakfast because the time change was scoring with him. He didn't want lunch, they wouldn't serve him anything. And so now it's after lunch, it's approaching dinner time, and he still hasn't eaten all day. Okay. Now let me call your bet. Okay. And we're just gonna skip around. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we we'll have get, to. We'll get back to the timeline of yeah, the episode yeah. in a second. Why then, whenever Kramer is in custody in the phone bank room, yeah. is he saying, I'm I'll gonna be, be out, out before by lunch? Noon. Yeah, yeah, you're That's right. That's the same day. You're it's right. The same day. You're right. I'm, I'm you know, confused then. We've already pointed out that, like, time doesn't exist. <laughs> I thought that was just in Jerry's red room a- of jokes. The red room of jokes. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. Time just doesn't exist in Seinfeld. Then I guess it is. Then I guess it's. We go back to it being Jerry's Chappaquiddick. They've waited 12 hours now to contact the police after finding out Kramer. Maybe they tried to track him down and see his side of the story. And Maybe they, they, they did. still couldn't do that. Um, but but they're still like so panicked about what to do. George is grabbing Jerry's arm when we first get into the thing. What are we gonna do? And he's like, get off my arm. Um, I don't know if anyone else has any input on when they think all this Please, takes place. Yes, yeah. reach out to us and let us know. Like this, well, this reads like a on this. yeah. This reads like a David Lynch movie. I mean, the time <laughs> is like it, it doesn't make sense at all. There's definitely an indie movie that could be made about <laughs> yeah. just like the time difference in all of this. Maybe you know? Lupe had already tucked George in. <laughs> well, okay, the bed were, the beds were already made. Yeah, and so that night George slept in a bed that had been tucked. The next day, I bet Lupe is going to forget because it, that's been 24 hours since she cleaned the room. So that's why he bets. Because he already slept in a bed that was tucked once. Oh, my God. And the second night, yeah. it was... Um, or this will be the third night, I guess. Well, no, I don't, think, I don't think Lupe had already tucked the sheets. Well, because... they, they, they got into a new room. 
It's a new hotel room. The, the sheets are going to be tucked from her making the room up for the next guest, which That's is them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> the next guest, which is them. They're the guests after themselves. Um, no, all right. Uh, uh, we're incepting ourselves. I know. I know. It's like we're, 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 we're eat, the snake eating its tail in this case. We're coming back around. We just need to put a, a giant yeah, yeah. in the background. Yeah. This was all just a dream that Jerry had, a fever dream. He, when, when, he woke up, when he woke up and thought he saw Kramer in his apartment and took the keys, it would be that was a dream. It, it wasn't real. It would be so much easier to explain if it was all a dream. I wish it was. <laughs> But uh, okay. do we want to get back to the timeline of the episode? Yeah. The, the only thing I okay. want to mention is I did think it was hilarious that he was like, who has eggs for lunch? And Jerry's like, egg have you ever heard of egg salad? <laughs> and he said, why didn't you say yeah. anything then? And Jerry goes, I have to inform you of the existence of egg salad or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I, I did want to point out really interesting camera work here. There was uh, three different camera angles when they're in the car. Yeah. There was the two shot on both Jerry and George. There was the shot on Jerry's side with George in the background and Jerry in the foreground. Yeah. And then there was the opposite. There was a shot right. with George in the foreground and Jerry in the background. Yeah, yeah. This is, I think, the first time they've had three cameras set up for someone in the car. Yeah, yeah. It was so, pretty good. It was yeah, pretty good. It, it just looked yeah, different. Yeah. It looked interesting. It, it, made, it made the scene work well. And uh, now we're going to be jumping back and forth a yeah. lot. Uh, we we opened we see Kramer's apartment, and I don't understand the purpose of all these scene- these interstitial scenes, by the way. I guess maybe just to break up the monotony of George and Jerry and let them get to where they're going. I guess, And yeah. they don't have to find parking. It's just to it, get us in and out of the scene as quickly it, as possible. It was kinda, it's kind of like the keys with Kramer on his way to yeah. L.A. Yeah, yeah. Where he's not really doing anything of substance. Yeah. It, it was just to kind of break up the Jerry and George scenes or the Jerry George Elaine scenes. And this is a shot of his bathroom. Does he slip in the shower? I don't know. I thought that was going to come up again. I thought for some reason. Yeah. He, he's he's singing, uh, she'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. Probably public domain, a public domain song. I hope anyway. <laughs> uh, and then he just falls yeah. in the shower. Uh, and so in the meantime, we have parked and we found a payphone. Um, yeah. This whole time they've been driving around looking yeah. for a payphone. Yeah. Talk about stuff that doesn't, Connect to 2019. And uh, Jerry doesn't have any change, and he tells George, since he has a smaller bill, to go make some change, and George doesn't like doing that. You always get a look. He's like, then why don't you buy something? Uh, and anyway, they decide, he's like, wait, we're calling the police, call 911. And Jerry's like, oh yeah, of course. But he's like, wait a second, is this really an emergency? <laughs> um, and they eventually decide that uh, you know, when your friend, when you're calling to report that you may know where the whereabouts of a potential alleged serial killer, it is, it will yeah, qualify as an emergency. Absolutely. Um, but still, Jerry says, "Hi, nine one one. How you doing? I'm sorry. I was. I know this is it's an a, emergency it's a line. It's a reflex. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, so they mention that they know Kramer and uh, and stuff like that. And and but he's like, "Oh, my name." Uh, George Costanza. And he tries to like do it. And George doesn't know why, why Jerry wants to give him his name. And Jerry doesn't know. Well, yeah. Jerry, yeah, brushes him off saying that your name has a substance. It stands for something. Costanza. Um, coming, I don't know Coming what he, back to the, it, it stands for something. Coming back to can't stand you. Can't stand you. That's what course. I thought whenever yeah, he yeah. was saying that. I would. I mean, Jerry had that same teacher. So he probably yeah. just came up with that on the fly based on that. Yeah. Um, but so they don't know where they are though in LA. <laughs> and so he's like, Oh, they said, ask somebody. And the first guy they ask, uh, George goes, where are we? And the guy goes, earth <laughs> and just keeps walking. I thought that was so hilarious. Great, greatest burn. Like, <laughs> it, like yeah, yeah. It, instead of just go to hell yeah, yeah. or <laughs> get lost. It's just, Hey, excuse me. Where are we? Earth. <laughs> yeah. And doesn't even break his stride. Just no. keeps walking. Just so funny. And then finally, so he's like, all right, ask this lady. This lady comes up. <laughs> well, well, excuse me. What street are we on? And the lady's like, I don't know. And he's like, how do you not know what street you're on? She's like, you don't know. Perfect. <laughs> Which is a great Perfect. point, too. Yeah. yeah. And then I, it's finally coming down to, like, Jerry on the phone with the operator. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, okay, do you know where... The, or he's telling George. He's relaying <laughs> yeah. the instructions from the operator. Because he gets the address from the phone. He's yeah. like, oh, we're on 1212 Ventura Boulevard, something yeah. like that. And uh, he's like, okay, do we know where the 101 is? No. How about the 170? <laughs> no. The 134? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And eventually he says one to George, and George just stares at him, and then he goes back, no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so he's got. Uh, so he hangs up with her, and George says, "What's going to go? What's going on?" He's like, "Oh, they're going to send a black and white to pick us up and take us to the station." <laughs> and George is like, "A black and white." Have you ever heard it called a black and white? Yeah, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. I never have. I, when I was growing up, cop cars still were black and white. Nowadays, they're all sorts of wackadoo yeah. colors. I feel like they, all they have sorts to look of wackadoo. Colors. Yeah, yeah. They have to look like there's something from like 
the Outrun series of Sega games. They have to be like neon <laughs> pink and purple and black. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you have to look. You have to have a cool paint job on your car. <laughs> uh, but you know, and and so Jerry's like, I thought it sounded cooler. And George goes, Oh yeah, you're cool. And Jerry says, Oh, you are. Uh, so a very uh, very funny exchange there. And and in the meantime, the black and white has pulled yeah. up, and they're well, watching George and Jerry. Yeah, and like while they're while they're watching George and Jerry, they make a bet on something. It, is the bet on if Lupe tucks the bed in? Is that what yes. it is? Yes, I okay. bet Lupe's gonna forget and tuck your bed. Oh, okay, yeah. and then they bet like George bets that she's uh, gonna leave him untucked, yeah. and Jerry bets that she's gonna tuck them both in. Yep. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, and then he's like, "What's the bet?" He's like, uh, "Whoever loses leaves her tip." That's what yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back in Kramer's apartment, he is getting ready to shave, and he's, he's super tan. This is gr- it shows off his great tan lines on his uh, wife beater. No wonder shirt. I thought he yeah. was in blackface. Yeah, I last know, episode. Jeez, I think that's a great detail that he goes to LA and gets tan immediately. <laughs> uh, I, I really like that from from last uh, episode as well. Um, and I kept thinking, I don't know if this is the last little interstitial thing we're going to get. No, there's another one. Um, so I'll save what mm-hmm. a, my theory was. Okay. But so in the back of the cop car, Jerry and George are goofing off. George is like, hey, roll down your window. And he's like, oh, I can't. Oh, uh, you got me. There's nothing back here to do. Uh, and they keep asking. You know, they're like the 10-year-old boys oh, in the back of the car. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everything you do when you were 10, they're doing as men in their 30s in the back of the cop oh, car. Oh, yeah. They're asking the cops like, oh, do you guys go through red lights? And yeah, the cops yeah. are like, yeah, we go through red lights. We drive on the wrong side of the road. We shoot people. <laughs> we can George do whatever like, we want. George is like, you guys shoot people? Yeah, and yeah. both of them at the same time, just like dejected little kids. They yeah. just go, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, George asks if he can turn on the siren. And then Jerry has to do it too. Um, and yeah, they're, they're just goofing off back. Oh, look at the, looking at the shotgun. That, that's coming up in a second. We're going to get another little shot of yeah. Kramer trying to comb his hair. Uh, and it's just as difficult as you might imagine with that crazy Kramer hair that he has yeah. on his head. Uh, I, here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to break the sink while shaving. I thought he was going to get bloody in some way. And then how hilarious would it be when they go to pick him up and he's covered in blood? It would have been perfect. Yeah, I'm like, he had plenty of time slipping in the shower, shaving, the comb. Like, I I really thought that's what they were going to go for. But then again, that... Kind of, kind of gruesome for a primetime sitcom. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, so. Can, can you like, can you show someone like just covered like in blood splatter? Yeah, of course. For a comedy in '92. Yeah, especially okay. if it's leading to like a, a, a okay a, a misunderstanding. Uh, you know, like he's covered in blood. Obviously, he's the murderer. He just did it. You know, yeah, he must have sure. just done it or something. I really thought that's what they were going for. I think Kramer could have done it in a very funny way. Yeah, um, I, I'm not saying he could. Yeah. Also. What if it was just like something that is definitely not blood, like maybe a ketchup bottle explodes? Exactly. Or I think that would have been, you know, kind of funny. But maybe yeah. it's too on the nose. Maybe it's too sitcommy for them. And they were like, ah, well, that's too far. Yeah. But what are the purposes of these? I guess to get just Jerry to and George in the, the car, monotony, just yeah. get Jerry and George out of the car. Yeah, to get Gary, Jerry and George in and out of cars. That's all that we're seeing Did you these say for. Ga- Gary and George. I almost said Gary and George. I guess that that would be would still be the, the reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Jerry with a G is still Jerry. So, um, and and back in the cop car, they're asking about the shotgun. I thought this was hilarious. Yeah, I, he's had it this whole time, but it's their first time like pointing it out. Yeah, yeah. So well, like, they're just oh Jesus. They're still like. Oh, yeah. Exc- he's so excited about being back there, and he's like, uh, you know, that's, that's a cool shotgun. Clean as a whistle. You could eat off that shotgun. <laughs> and he's like, what is that, the uh, the 12-gauge? Uh, and he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's the most popular gauge for a shotgun. <laughs> like, someone who – this is something I would say about a gun, because I know nothing about firearms. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and George is like, oh, yeah, the 11-gauge. It's like a pea shooter or something <laughs> like that. I mean, I don't think there is an actual 11-gauge no. no, or a 13-gauge. That's what I love that's so funny about it. Like, you know, um, it's like it's like if there was a 357 and like – uh, three is that a three fifty seven? Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Got, I've got a three eighty six. Yeah, the three fifty eight is uh, I got that model. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't exist because it's a point zero zero millimeter larger bullet. Although yeah. that would be hilarious. You know, that what that reminds me of that would be a, that would have been funny as, in kind of the same way that seven minute abs would be in. Remember, in there's something about Mary. Well, eight minute eight minute abs is out, and the guy comes out with seven minute abs, Harlan Williams. Yeah, and he's like, "What about?" Well, then someone will come out with six minute abs. Six minute abs? You can't do it. Can't get a, Can't even get a sweat going. Uh, so if someone's like, "Yeah, you dirty the three fifty seven, I make the three fifty eight, just a tad <laughs> bigger." Um, so then we hear that there's a five nineteen in progress, and uh, this car is on the scene. And uh, they, it's a guy who's obviously trying to break into a car is what it yeah. looks like. See, I thought it was a carjacking. I didn't know if it was uh, breaking and entering oh, right, the right, car right. or if he was trying to steal the car, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it's Clint Howard. Is that who it is? Is yeah! that his name? Okay. I, I, did, I didn't know the guy's name, uh, but... Uh, as soon as like they throw him on the hood and he like climbs into the car, yeah, yeah. My first reaction is, oh my god, 
It's the guy from The Grinch. (laughs) I don't even remember him from that, but obviously... He's the mayor's secretary in The Grinch. Directed by Ron Howard. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the guy from every Ron Howard movie, his brother, Clint Howard. (laughs) Um, He's done very little, but uh, just like everywhere. I I was so psyched to see. I totally forgotten Clint Howard was part of the Seinfeld universe. (laughs) Just hilarious. What's what's, uh, James Gunn's brother's name who's in all of his movies? Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. He's the Sean Gunn of the Ron Howard verse. Yeah, yeah. Or more like Sean Gunn is the Clint Howard of the James yes. guy. I feel like we should give Ron Howard his props for being, yeah, yeah. you know, Ron Howard, <laughs> the, you know, the great director. Not that James Gunn isn't a great director. Um, but yeah, exactly. Very much like that. Uh, so they put him, they, then they shove mm-hmm. him in the back of the cop car with Jerry and George. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and not, yeah. not to forget that George is so hungry that he sees the bag of Pepperidge Farm Milano cookies <laughs> yeah, up yeah. there. And he's like, I'm going to try and take one. And he's like, I don't know. That might be another 519. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, he's starting to reach and then uh, they the, slam and, and then Clint the Howard. They slam him onto the car, and he's, yeah! Yeah. It just goes right back into his seat in the cop car. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought that was kind of a dig on L.A. that the cops would be sitting in their car eating Milano cookies <laughs> as a snack. Whereas you figure, like, cop snacks is, like, pistachios or pork rinds or anything you can get at, like, 7-Eleven. Think of uh, Carl Winslow in Die Hard, what yeah. he's buying at the beginning of the movie, Twinkies and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But they're eating Milano cookies, because which were, like... It w- was the gag here because it's L.A. and they're fancy? I th- is that, that that's it? What, that's why I took it, a subtle dig at L.A. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I took it as a subtle dig at L.A. Because I think they even say, like, who are these guys? Pepperidge Farm Milanos? You know, okay, why are yeah. Cops I, eating... I, I didn't make Like, the... those were my mom's cookies that I, was, that I wasn't allowed to eat when I was little. Really? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're, like, kind of expensive, I guess. I don't they know. All, you don't, and you I mean, don't get a are. lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like like four or five bucks for. Half and you a open dozen? it up. Yeah, yeah. You, there's not a lot in there. So there's yeah, those not. were. They're good. So the right. fact that a cop is eating those when you figure they should be eating hardened junk food or whatever, yeah, like, like eating some beef jerky. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Some, some sunflower seeds. But it's Milano, like the yeah. sissiest of all the the Pepperidge Farm cookies. <laughs> is it? Well, what do you think was sissier? I don't know. I I, I don't. Have a uh, because Pepper's Farm makes some beasts. They make those big, like seven inch cookies. You know that like that are full of chunks do. and stuff. Probably <laughs> I, I was doing like a Macho Man Randy Pepper's Farm, brother. Chunks, <laughs> eat your chunks. S- snap into a bag of Pepper's Farm, <laughs> what brother. A, what a great! I think that could be such Spon- sponsorships gone yeah. wrong in another universe. I think that should be Pepper's Farm's uh, slogan: is eat your chunks. <laughs> Shut up and eat your chunks. <laughs> Pepper's Farm. Uh, well, I because I, I can't name any more off the top of my head. But uh, Milano's just the mo- maybe the most pro- famous. Probably the uh, sugar cookies that are in cutouts of snowflakes or, or chessmen. I think yeah. they make chessmen, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think those are only Christmas. Maybe time. maybe chessmen is sissier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let us know what you think. At no hugging. Uh, so we get a little stand up bit here about how Jerry can't believe that. Uh, the the cops have to read Miranda rights every single time they arrest somebody because don't we all know them by heart now? You know, do you, do you have to be? You know, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, mm-hmm. and it will be used against you. I mean, it really is true. Um, and I had to rewind this about twelve or thirteen times before I figured really? out what he said at the end. Yeah, and because well, mostly because Hulu kept jittering, it kept buffering or whatever. Right when he said the word, oh, I was trying to. Okay. He was like, "Have you ever?" And then it would skip the word, and sometimes he'd say it silently, and I was like, son of a... So I had to go back and turn yeah. on the captions, finally. Um, but he was like, have you ever seen a Beretta? Great. Get in the car. Wait, seen a Beretta? A Beretta, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was, have you ever seen Beretta? Like, as though it was a movie yeah, or yeah. something. Which I... I- didn't know what it was. It's an old cop show, but he's like oh. just asking, have you ever seen an episode? I think the word episode would have been great. I know Jerry, yeah. is, he is Mr. Word Economy. If he can drop a word, he will. And why, so, Why say lot word when few word do trick? Exactly. That's his motto. Um, so maybe, have you ever seen an episode of Beretta? Great. Get in the car. I feel like it still would have worked. I think yeah. he could have put it in, Jerry, and it would have worked because I, 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 he mumbled it. Have you ever seen a Beretta? Get in the car. Yeah. For Wait, how, what did you say? For, for how many times, and granted, the, the fault of the buffering yeah, of the yeah, stream, right. how many times you had to go back <laughs> yeah, and rewind yeah. it just to get what he said. If he would have said the word episode, you would have known fine. Beretta. You would have been fine first time. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen a Beretta? Get in the car. What? what, what, what? Have I ever said a Beretta? Said a Beretta? Rewind. 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 And, and I can't go back like just... To where he no, said it. No, it so goes back 15 seconds. It goes back to like them and Clint Howard in the car. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, son of a girl, come on. Um, so back in the cop car, they're making small talk with Clint Howard. Uh, that was a very quick stand-up bit, by the way. The Miranda thing yeah, it was, was like, like, yeah. It was 15 seconds. They it, must was, have, it was the length of the back yeah. button on the Hulu remote. Exactly. On the they, Roku remote. They must have run out of stuff for Kramer to do in the bathroom. I guess, uh, yeah. Because I feel like that would have been there instead of the Miranda rights thing. But uh, they're, making, they're making small talk. What are you you know, what are you know, in for? He's like, oh, our friend's a serial killer or something like that, alleged. 
they just say hot out and Clint, uh, yeah. and Clint Howard's like brutal. <laughs> yeah. But then at that point, uh, George just to try and like break up the silence, he's just how much do you tip a chambermaid? Yeah, Co- coming back to their bet, right, right, uh, because Jerry and George are wondering like how much are you supposed to tip them? And uh, we don't know like the the character's name yet, so we can just keep calling him Clint Howard. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's fine. Uh, or or just bald five nineteen bald weird looking new. Yeah, yeah, bald drifter. Yeah, we, we can call him five nineteen <laughs> if you want to call him five nineteen. <laughs> okay, so Clint Howard. Yeah, uh, says. Five bucks a night to tip a chambermaid, and Jerry chimes in, "No, yeah, a dollar, two bucks tops." Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I mean, it. it I guess it depends on how long you're gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I back in '92, five bucks a night is a very yeah. generous tip. I I would say minimum tip like ten bucks, uh, but all in determining how long you're gonna stay there. If you're staying there a night, ten bucks. Yeah. If you're staying there a couple nights. Now in 2019, five bucks a night. Yeah. Uh, do you tip the I housekeeper? I don't because we, Me don't, neither. we don't stay places. Yeah. We we stay a lot of places, mostly little one nighters here and there. Really? But um, yeah, I, I've never been a tipper. I mean, I, I've even stayed in places where they give you an envelope and say, here's where you leave the housekeeper's tip. Really? Uh, yeah. And I, I've just never mm. been a tipper. I know that might make me a bad person, but I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, I implore you. I mean, the, the know, tipping's out of control. I know uh, one of the hotels that we do stay at, uh, whenever we do stay places, I, I mean, occasionally we'll get Airbnbs, occasionally yeah. we'll stay at uh, this one hotel, uh, has an option to deny housekeeping service like each mm-hmm. night that you're there, except for the last night, uh, in exchange for a $5 uh, voucher for like the restaurant I like or that. the store downstairs. I would I, do that. I always take yeah. that. Because like, we'll be there for... Uh, this past Valentine's Day, we went up to Buffalo to go to Niagara Falls and uh-huh. uh, just walk around the parks, uh, even though it's like covered in snow and freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were there for three nights, and I got two $5 vouchers. That paid for our breakfast our final night. Nice. Which was great. Yeah. It was awesome. What we normally do is I, I have the Do Not Disturb sign on the door for so long that I miss the cleanings. Oh, really? I didn't know that they did that. Every so, like, you know, we'll leave the room at like three or four or something like that, and I'll come back and I'm like, they didn't come by. I didn't know that they sent them home if there was like still one room that had to be cleaned and <laughs> like, all right, now it's not. Keep checking. You well, know, true. wait outside there. I mean, I think they're only going to check once. They're yeah. only going to do one. No, you're right. They're, and they're, they're only like, going to do it once over. Yeah. And you miss it. Yeah. If I miss it, you miss it for the day. And yeah. so a lot of time that's what I do as well, you know, because we'll just be chilling in the room and I don't they don't need to clean it, you know, at yeah. that point. Um, so uh, all units are called for a code three. Um, and somehow the or something in the the radio call lets the guys know it's the smog strangler that they're going to pick up. Yes, uh, th- there was it was just the code, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they knew it immediately though. Yeah, like, that's uh, a smog strangler. Yeah. Um, which I wish I would have now. I mean, spoiler alert for the episode. If you're, um, I wish I would have seen Clint Howard's reaction to them saying that's a smog strangler. If he's on camera at all. Oh um, man, yeah, yeah. I I might have to go I mean, back. He's, and... he's in the car when they say that's the smog. I know, strangler, yeah, like so... yeah, that's a smog strangler. I wasn't, I wasn't so... paying attention. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to see that. I should go back and, and just look at that little part. Um, but so they pull up to I guess Kramer's apartment and uh, Jerry reaches his. They're not in cuffs, but Clint Howard is in cuffs. And so Jerry reaches over the window that has been open and opens the door. And George is like, what are you doing? And uh, so they run out. And, and Jerry's like, I want to see what happens. And uh, George leaves the door open, of yeah. course. Because George <laughs> never closes a door, as we nope. learned from watching the episode The Cat. Man, that's a long call. I know, wow. I know, yeah. <laughs> George never closes the door. Uh, and so then in Kramer's apartment, it's we just see the shot of the door, uh, his apartment door, mm-hmm. and uh, he opens it, and there's like 20 people outside yeah, his door. Yeah, it's if, full yeah, of yeah. Like, cops and detectives yeah, yeah. right front and center. Is, a gun right in Kramer's yeah, face. Is, I mean, is one is of the, the detectives. Yeah, yeah, is the detective like from last episode yeah. uh, who's uh, the the stereotypical like bad cop, always talks like this. Yeah, yeah, the buzz cut one and, and yes. his partner, the blonde slick back partner. They're exactly. both there. Yeah. We, don't, we don't see much of him this episode. We, right, uh, right, like, yeah. I think he's in the attack interrogation room but he's not saying anything. right yeah yeah i don't know if he has any lines yeah um but, uh they, they say that he's uh under arrest for the murder of chelsea lang yeah which we learned for the first time is her name i liked that before i don't know if this is before or after they say that but um kramer opens the door and there's 20 people or more out there and he goes 
Jerry, George. Yeah. The, the first people he <laughs> yeah, yeah. sees is Jerry and George. Which is ne- awesome. Never mind the gun. The gun. Three free. inches from his <laughs> exactly, face. Yeah. And the hallway full hey, of Jerry cops and, and detectives. Hey, and guys. And everyone who lives in the building. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everyone. By the way, did you uh, did you see um, Larry David and Larry Charles are both in this shot no, somewhere? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's oh another thing to go God. back and look for. Yeah, I didn't see them either, so I found that out later uh, <laughs> that they're in that shot. So um, go back and take a look at that as well. Uh, in the meantime, out back outside, Clint Howard runs for it. He realizes the door's been open, and even though he's cuffed, that means he can get oh, out. Oh, yeah, he's gone. And he runs for it, as we knew, which we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kramer, meanwhile, does a little perp walk into the jail. jail. People are shouting questions at him. I couldn't make anything out here. I don't know if we're uh, meant it, to. It was just, uh, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? <laughs> like, definitely not questions like composed reporters yeah, yeah, would yeah. ask. <laughs> exactly. Like, they, they were screaming, why'd you do it? Why? <laughs> Um, and then there's a little jail, the typical jail meeting room with mm-hmm. the wall of glass and uh, the, yeah, the phones I, I, and I stuff. I call it the phone bank room. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I wrote down jail le- meet and greet. Jail meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awful. <laughs> Actually, that makes it sound, I think, more fun because it rhymes. <laughs> the jail meet and greet. And we're going to have a little meet and greet at the, at the prison. Um but as soon as he gets in, like he sees Jerry and George, he tries to reach out through the glass and he just hilarious. Yeah, his, his, his hand like smacks into the glass because he doesn't see it. Um, but he talks about how great things are going in L.A. Uh, yeah. And, and Jerry is he can't believe he's like, do you know why you're in here? And Kramer is again not worried about it. Just talking about how great things are going, how good it is to see him. And he's like, he's fabulous. He's got auctions, uh, auditions. Yeah, he's got yeah. callbacks. Oh yeah. yeah. He's producing. He's yeah. got vehicles. Um, he's and Jerry keeps trying to impress upon him. He's been arrested for potentially being a serial killer, yeah. allegedly being a serial killer. And, and Kramer goes, so yeah, he's like, Oh, that, yeah, you, you guys think I'm, you guys know that I'm innocent. Don't I'm you? I'm innocent. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, he's not worried about it. Yeah, though. yeah. And but you guys know I'm innocent, right? Yeah, and, and they're like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. They, they, they waver back and forth, but ultimately land on them thinking, okay, yeah, he's innocent. Yeah, yeah. Co- cop comes in to get Kramer. It, his time's up already, I guess. Yeah, he, yeah. He has like a minute to talk right, to right. them. Uh, but he uh, comes back in. He's like, oh, yeah, can I can I just tell them one more yeah, thing? Yeah, we see him mouth something yeah, to the cop, yeah, and the cop's I, like, okay. Okay, yeah. You gotta help me! Help me! Ah! Get me out of here! Get me out of here! Bawling and begging, and the cop has to, like, drag him away. And then even when they shut the door, he, like, pops back in front of the window really quick, and then they, they jerk him out of the way. Uh, hilarious. J- just the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like it almost would have been a cane. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, in that, in the old vaudeville style of uh, dragging somebody off off of a stage. Uh, so now we're in the interrogation room, <laughs> and the buzz the buzz cut cop is just breaks him immediately. Starts monologuing. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you you didn't do it. He's like, no, I swear to God, don't you ever swear to my God. <laughs> yeah, my God protects the weak and, and, and punishes the wicked <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you. Um, what and he's the like, hell? and and he, he says stuff like, I don't know whether your mommy didn't love you enough, the teacher didn't call on you, or whether a pervert in a park had a present in his pants. Yeah, what the <laughs> shit? <laughs> um, and he, he goes on about weeds and flowers. You're a weed of society and you kill the flowers. Admit it. Admit you killed the flower. Uh, and so Kramer is is bawling and almost ready to admit that he is a serial killer, yeah. which I feel like is an interesting... He was about ready to break. He was about ready to Brendan Dassey. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is interesting um, little, uh, uh, I don't know, raises a discussion about false confessions and how yes. easy they are for police to get in this day and age. I felt like that was this was, this was kind of on the forefront of all that. Yeah, um, th- this is pre-Innocence Project, yeah, I think. exactly. Uh, Kramer would have been a great, you know, if they had gotten him to say, but the, uh, somebody rings the interrogation room mm-hmm. and they say, let him go. Who do you think it is? Uh, I don't know, the commissioner or something. I, I, I had no... Keith Morrison. It's Keith Morrison. No, it's, yeah. it's probably the commissioner or another cop or something. Yeah, they're both. Someone, the, someone, the chief. Hi, someone the, higher yeah. up than the lieutenant. It's I, the I don't, chief. I don't know rank of that. So, yeah, probably yeah, the chief. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just, who is calling? <laughs> the governor <laughs> of the California. Go- it's the governor. He's calling the Arnold state Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, I don't know who it was in 92. Definitely wasn't Schwarzenegger. Um, but they found another body, which means, uh, you know, and it must be fresh enough that, mm-hmm. and they've done the forensics that yeah. it must the, have been done while it, Kramer was in custody. And it definitely couldn't have been him. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he just, yeah, let him go. Would you say, I said, let him go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this is really disturbing. Before Kramer leaves, he asks, how'd you know about that guy in the park? 
<laughs> Which means that Kramer was molested in a park or something, or at least yeah. shown, you know, a, a, at least flashed in a park or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's definitely played for laughs. It's a dark yeah, bit. Yeah. It's a dark joke. He could have easily said, like, how do you know about my teacher or something? But yeah. I guess that's not funny. It, it really, I guess I just, not. Even saying it, I'm like, that's not funny. That yeah. would have been useless. How do you know about the guy in the park is, oh, is disturbing God. and dark. Uh, uh, I do want to point out before we don't see him again, uh, Lieutenant, whatever his name, Lieutenant. Buzzcut. Yeah, uh, he actually has a name that he. Oh. Um, what is it, Lieutenant Martell? Yeah, oh, L- Lieutenant Martell reminds me so much of Zach Kreger from Whitest Kids You Know. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, I can't. Like uh, I, I'd have to see photos of them side by side because, and side by side, they're not going to look anything. Right, right, right. right. But, but just, just mannerisms just, yeah, and basic his, facial. His delivery of bad cop reminds yeah. me of something that Zach Kreger would do on the old whitest kids you know. I could totally see it. Could totally see it. Uh, so Kramer is out, just like he told Jerry and George. Which yeah, he's is hilarious. Out lo- he's yeah. out before noon. He's out for lunch. <laughs> um, and then he's like, somebody else got killed, and they all do a little celebratory dance. Yeah, about they're, how they're somebody singing else. and dancing as people. <laughs> somebody are, else got killed. Somebody as else people got killed. are crying walking by because yeah, they're outside of the LA police station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, being escorted by a police officer. Yeah. Obviously, they've, they've been the victim of something tragic. Or like someone they know has, has just been, been killed. killed. Yeah, and yeah. Jerry, George, and Kramer are saying, somebody just got killed. Yeah, somebody, somebody just got how killed. How awful would that be? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, by the way, this little That's shot dark. of them dancing around is one of a couple things that used to dance around <laughs> down in the corner of... TV shows and stuff to advertise Seinfeld and syndication. So they oh my would, God, they really? isolated it out of the background, and you used to see it like down in the corner, like Seinfeld at five and eleven on WXLT <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and it'd show them, and it was like a little, um, it was a uh, repeating <laughs> gif. So it would go one way, and then it would revert. It was a boomerang. Oh my God, them. it was it a boomerang before boomerang. Yeah, it would go one way, and then they'd cycle back the other way, and then it'd go the <laughs> other way. Yeah, yeah. So that it, it just, it's an iconic shot that they multi repurposed over and over again. Yeah, it was a boomerang before boomerang. Uh, so now we're uh, in the mountains of LA, looking out over a vista, looking yeah, out over so, downtown. Some, some park, I'm guessing, some trail, yeah, uh, yeah. Like right in front of the Hollywood sign, but uh, further, for yeah. back far enough that you can see. The, I the guess whole these skyline. are the Hollywood Hills, right? I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Is Kramer living in the Hollywood Hills? <laughs> no, but that, no. you can walk up there. I think you can get yeah. up there pretty easy. George is finally eating. By the way, thank goodness he's yeah. got a sandwich. I wonder if it's eggs. No, it's tuna. It's tuna. It's tuna, not egg salad. Which uh, Jerry did mention uh, prior to this that he should have just gotten tuna. Just got the tuna, yeah, 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 and he didn't want to, and he wanted breakfast. Um, but Kramer, um, he gets real in this scene. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, I mean, he, he's just babbling at first, uh, just kind of stalling. Uh, but Jerry and George are asking him if he wants to come to come back to New York. Yeah. He's like, I met a girl. Kramer, she was murdered. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, I was on TV as a suspect of a yeah, serial yeah, killing. Yeah. But he, by the way, he says, I didn't want anything long term when they bring up the girl. Uh, <laughs> So he's really glad he got out of that one. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, um, but what else was he saying like before this? Like he is—he's getting pretty real, but he's not saying anything. Yeah, he's of like, substance anyway. what do you, he's like, he, but he kind of is. Like, what do you want me to say? You want me to say it's not going good? You want me to say I want to come back to New York? You want me to say I don't like it out here? I can't. I love it. You know, it's like. Yeah. This is the the most human I think we've ever seen Kramer yeah, act. Sure. He's like it's it's real talk. I mean, he's getting kind of emotional, you know. Yeah. Um, and so he's not going back to New York City. Uh, so Jerry takes this time to maybe this is the last time he's ever going to see him. Apologize yeah. for taking the keys and starting this whole thing. Yeah, they make up. Yeah, they uh, they shake hands and Kramer Kramer hugs both of them. Which yeah, is a, a very sweet moment yeah, between yeah. friends. Like I was saying, this is this may be the last time they all see each other. Exactly. It, it got very real. And, and and in that moment, just to make sure they end on. A laugh, Kramer yeah. smushes George's yeah, sandwich, yeah, and they've never been huggy people anyway. No. So they're like, "Ah, don't hug. Come on, don't. Why ruin it?" You know? I can definitely see Kramer being a huggy. Yeah, person, Kramer though, definitely. For sure. Yeah, we'll touch people. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, back at the Universal City Hotel, um, it's nighttime now, and they have separate beds now. I thought they always had separate no. beds. No. The first scene, like, it, when we saw them but in part one. But why is George one, explaining to Lupe in part one, one tuck, one no tuck? Because on the side of the bed. It was a single, like, king-size bed. He was explaining, yeah, one corner of the bed tuck, one corner... Untucked. It wasn't just like not in the shot because no. now we're zoomed no, in. No, they were on. They were in the same bed. They were in the same bed for the first the first day they were in there. Now they're in separate beds. I have a feeling it, it guaranteed. Was, well, I mean, you mean they, they, we don't see them sleep in the same bed. 
If you're saying that, I, I don't believe you. They don't sleep in the same no, bed. No, 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 no. But okay. when, when they get there, there's only one bed and, in and, the room. And what I'm saying is I think it was always like bed, nightstand, bed, and maybe it was zoomed into 16-9 and the, one of the beds wasn't in the frame or something it like that. It was such a close shot, though, and it wasn't. Yeah. Like, I, I don't you, know. You, I, I, I could go back. Or maybe it's just in set direction. They were like, hey, we don't have room for the bed in this scene. We'll put it in later. Maybe. I don't think they switched rooms. I Probably not. And I don't think they slept in the same bed. Probably not. I, I mean, you could definitely uh, plea the case that there is a second bed. It's just out of frame. And it makes more sense that, like, what was he saying? Don't I don't tuck think it's in. worth arguing over. D- was he saying, like, don't tuck in one side of the bed, but tuck in the other side of yes. the bed? I think that's very that's very confusing for Lupe. I think he would have said, you know, tuck in... One bed and one don't bed. tuck in the other yeah. bed. Yeah, or tuck in one side of the bed or don't tuck in the other side of the bed. Because I'm, think, I'm thinking there was there was two beds there. He's like, one tuck, one no tuck. Maybe. Uh, I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't care enough to go back and look. Yeah, but, me neither. <laughs> um, George has been tucked in. And in trying to, you know, kick his feet to the mm-hmm. point where he, he can untuck all of the he's blankets. He's violently yeah. kicking out. Yeah. yeah. To the point where he wakes up Jerry, who is, is sleeping next to him. Very comfortable in his tucked oh, bed. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if, like, Jerry is, like, talking in his sleep. But what he said <laughs> makes no sense. Again, I had to rewind it and turn the captions on yeah. to make sure I heard it right. He, he says... You know, it's so nice when it happens good. <laughs> it's so nice when it happens good. I, I don't is know. Jerry, is Jerry a human <laughs> yeah, in I this know. scene? You know, you know, it's so nice it's when it happened good. Good is nice when it happens. Good, good, good is nice. Good is desirable. Good is nice when it so happens. Ha- happen nice is desirable. Happy good. Nice and good are happening. I am watching. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be. He was just... Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. No soup for you. What's the deal with peanuts on airplanes? <laughs> it's so nice when it happens good. Um, so back in Jerry's apartment, we know it's three days later at this point. Thank yeah. goodness we're, we get on a little timeline. Oh, yeah. Also, before they end up in his apartment, they show what I'm guessing is supposed to be footage of them oh, on the plane. On the plane, That's yeah. literally just a still photo of a plane for three seconds. <laughs> I didn't that, notice there that. There is no... Nothing moving about this shot. It's literally just a photo. No movement. <laughs> um, and George is so disappointed in Lupe uh, that she forgot to untuck his bed, for not, forgot to not tuck in his bed. Um, and so then Jerry asks, how much did you tip her? And he goes, ah! Well, n- not before uh, George is saying, yeah, if I owned the company, all my employees would love me. They'd <laughs> yeah, have yeah. huge pictures up on their walls and at home. Yeah. And, like Lennon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in saying that he'd be such a great boss, he'd be so good to the housekeepers, <laughs> how much did you tip him? Ah, and then Jerry says that's why communism doesn't work. So a, a callback to Lennon almost immediately, which is funny. Um, and then so at that moment, Kramer barges in like nothing happened. He he goes into the fridge. He doesn't like Golden's mustard, and he doesn't like no Golden's. They're out of Golden's, and the other mustard is too yellow. He doesn't like yellow mustard. Yeah, yeah, it's too yellow. Uh, and Jerry and Kramer are looking at each other. I mean, Jerry and George are looking at each other like they're shocked. Yeah, George they have no like, idea what's going on. And George Mao's like, "Did you know that he was back?" And Jer- yeah. Jerry's like, "No, I know because it's been three days and they've yeah. been back. Who knows how long Kramer's been back?" Uh, and so Kramer, uh, they don't really sort of mention it, right? No, that he's back. Yeah, no. but like before Kramer walks out, uh, he turns around, still in the doorway. Yeah, and Jerry's like, "Hey, Kramer!" Throws him his keys. Yeah, and Kramer walks out the door. Kramer comes back. Half a second later, throws his giant yeah, yeah. key ring, knocks like everything off of Jerry's table. Oh yeah, including a glass bottle. It oh looked yeah, like. yeah. And the universe is reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we get another classic Seinfeld gif uh, of Kramer. Th- thumbs up dot gif. Thumbs up through the door <laughs> all the way up until right before it closes, and he and he takes the thumb back in. So yeah, another classic Seinfeld shot. Uh, and then uh, the last thing is uh, another great pr- appearance by Keith Morrison, uh, letting us know that. Clint Howard, of course, is... Tobias Lehigh Nagy. There we go. Um, He is, of course, the new smog strangler suspect, and he escaped after being picked up on a different charge, (laughs) which, of course, was the fault of George. Oh, man. Uh, And then one last thing, uh, another stand-up spot about smog alerts in L.A. uh, and how... They make you stay indoors, and Jerry's like, isn't that the same air as outside? Yeah, um, do they think we live in jars with, like, tiny holes poked yeah, in yeah. them? Yeah. Although, I mean, air filters are a thing, right? Yeah. I have one in my yeah. house. I don't know if uh, what it would do against smog, the I don't, smog of I don't, L.A. I don't think it would yeah. do much. But the funny thing that saved this bit was the mom saying, all right, summer, everyone get indoors. You need some fresh air. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of funny, and uh, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. That's it, yeah. Um, I know we mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, uh, uh, what did we say about trying to fill time? 
Um, the episode, what was it? One thing. Oh, the last week on Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, last week on Seinfeld was very long. All the interstitial bits of Kramer um, yeah. were kind of. That and yeah. this final scene where they're in Jerry's apartment. They, yeah. With the whole Lennon bit. Yeah. Like, that, I, that oh, definitely I felt like they were trying to fill time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right, right. I mean, I might I might be wrong, but that felt like extra added on because this was too long to make one episode. So they're trying to just pull content out of their butt to make two episodes. I can see that. Yeah. Although I do appreciate it being the one bit of nothing from this episode because a lot happens. You know yeah. what I mean? And so for this the show, this was definitely not an episode about nothing. Yeah, yeah. So for the show where you know it's it's about dumb conversations you have with your friends, I was glad that was a little a little cherry on top. Everything's yeah. back to normal, just like you said. Uh, you know. Um, Business as usual, uh, let's say. <laughs> um, we're returning to dumb conversations. Kramer barging in and stealing yep. food. Um, oh, I think that's what Jerry says to him, in fact. Like, Kramer, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm getting some food. Yeah. Or whatever. That, that's all he had to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. So everything's back to normal, except Elaine, who I, I, I hope we see in the next episode. <laughs> I, I think we we'll, might see a little bit of her. Um, but yeah, so the, the next episode is The Pitch. And, uh, yeah, the pitch is episode season. Th- I was getting ready to do uh, the description. You caught me off guard. Oh, oh. Do we do we do that before we do? Oh no, we do we do have to do the description before the yeah. pitch. Yeah, okay. Season four, we're not, we're not changing everything. I know. Up here. I didn't. Yeah. Well, if we're if you're allowed to mess up the preamble every week, we okay. can mess up the okay. exit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can mess up the epilogue every week. Uh, so uh, let's see if we can make a better description. We got while in Los Angeles, Jerry and George are picked up by the police. Kramer is a suspect in a series of serial murders. It's, I think it's fine. Actually, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually, I really like this a lot better than part one, where yeah. it was just. Uh, uh, what Jerry and George search for Kramer in Los Angeles and a list of guest stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's uh, that's a pretty good uh, description. Uh, we don't have to change it. Yeah. As far as homework goes for next week, um, I gotta uh look up and see uh what it what I um oh Clint Howard's reaction to mm. uh, the cops calling out for the smog strangler when he was in the yeah, car. Yeah. We gotta look that up and see if he reacted to it at all. And I want to check and see Larry David in the hallway, yes. all the cops and the detectives. I want to do both of those, too. And I'll try to take old millennial screenshots of them, uh, which is a picture <laughs> of my TV using my phone, uh, and, and maybe tweet those out uh, on at no hugging. Oh, God. If I can see, uh, maybe I'll even zoom in, and I, by that I mean hold my phone close to the TV on Larry David's face. And Larry Charles, if I can find him. I think he's the one that looks like, um, what's that record producer? Rick Rubin. I think oh, he's the God. one that looks like Rick Rubin. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, season four, episode three, and I-, I wrote down episode three and four, maybe? Right. So, so we now know it's only episode three. So we'll release it as episode but three. The Boyfriend was part one and part two, but it aired the same night. we got to wa- imagine. But it was two separate episodes. It was it, two it's, separate it's episodes. on Wikipedia, Google, yeah. as two separate episodes. But it was on Hulu as one episode. Yes. And so is this. So is this, but it's on Wikipedia and Google as one uh-huh. episode, as opposed to the boyfriend. Okay. So I'm if thinking, we mess up our numbering, I'm going to be so upset. So I'm. You know what? Do you have the season sets of Seinfeld? Negative. Okay. I, I know. <laughs> I know someone who does. We'll okay. we'll get in touch with them. See what it is listed at. As on the season four DVD set. Got it. Got it. Uh, but it's looking like season three or season four, episode three is going to be one episode, one long episode yes. of the pitch. Yeah. And it, uh, original. I forgot to write down the air date. I got it. You have uh, it? September sixteenth, nineteen ninety-two. September. So almost a month, but uh, the Olympics. A little over a month, right? Yeah, the Olympics were going on. The ninety-two Olympics. Which were in Atlanta, maybe? Or was that 94? Was uh, 92 a winter or a summer? I think, oh wait, 96 was Atlanta, right? Yeah, 96 was Atlanta. Jeez, I don't know what 92 was. Yeah, because, yes, I remember we were in Atlanta in Uh 2016. And it was 20th anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 94 was winter. 92 was... It was a winter. Oh, it was a summer game, and it was in Barcelona. Ah, uh, Barcelona, Spain. Okay. Yes. So yeah, just shy of an entire month uh, after the episode we just talked about, the pitch. Uh, and if you're looking in TV Guide, the night of what was it? Uh, September sixteenth. September sixteenth, nineteen ninety two. September sixteenth. You're going to see Jerry's approached by network executives and asked to create a new television show. This is a fun arc. Again, I had no idea that it. Came this early in the in the series. I thought this was like a later thing when they were like, "Gosh, I don't know. Maybe we should have him create a show within the show." Is, you know, is this you know show within is, the show? You know, is this where we get uh, Jerry saying it's a show about nothing? 
Potentially, but okay. uh, but uh, spoiler alert: that's George's. Actually, it's both of their ideas, but George is really the one. That- okay, because that that's one of the few things I knew about Seinfeld going yeah. in is that at some point it gets super meta. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But George actually screws it up by explaining the show about the you know it's going to be a show about nothing. Okay, um, so I don't know when that happens because the show. It, it it ends up in limbo somewhere down the line. So uh, anyway, no more spoilers. No more spoilers. Uh, that's next week. <laughs> oh, and we didn't get another voicemail from our downvoter. Oh, uh, fantastic! Are, are we done being downvoted on the know. Seinfeld subreddit? We honestly, we should do. An, I, I looked uh, pretty recently, and we were um, pretty well upvoted. Like awesome. I, I think it was a hundred percent upvoted. Ooh. Let me see uh, if I can find it really quick. I Rolling done in that earlier. karma, boy. Yes. All right. Well, hey. Oh, oh, wait, okay. okay. Uh, two. We're, we have two upvotes. Oh, are and you I kidding can't, me? How come it doesn't show me? Oh, two upvotes, 100% upvoted. It's, you and me. Yeah. It's, it's, but at least a down, no one downvoted. No downvoted one downvoted. downvote. Yeah, it's yeah. It's still only two upvotes. Fantastic. Hey, if you are on Reddit uh, and you want to support the show, give us an upvote up on the it. Seinfeld subreddit. Up it up, Seriously, dude. it costs you nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I I guess the downvoter is pleased with the work we've put into season four yes. so far. So uh, we'll uh, we'll have to see. Hopefully we can stay in his good graces. I, I, I want to find out who this dude is. Yes, we all do. It, almost as badly as the smog strangler. <laughs> uh, so, all right, that's it. For No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. <laughs>